Good morning. He will see you through. Amen. Great song. Great job by the choir. I titled my message this morning, Trials, question mark, Troubles, question mark, Joy, question mark, Really, question mark. We're going to start off this morning with a story about a blacksmith. A blacksmith, about eight years after he had given his heart to Christ, was approached by an intelligent unbeliever with a question. Why is it that you have so much trouble? Since you joined the church, and began to walk upright and seem to love everybody, you have had twice as many trials and accidents as you had before. I thought when a man gave himself to Christ, his troubles were over. Isn't that what the pastor tells us? With a thoughtful face, and a smile, the blacksmith replied, Do you see this piece of iron? It is for the springs of a carriage. I have been tempering it for some time. To do this, I heat it red hot and then plunge it into ice-cold water. I do this many times. If I find it taking the tempering, I heat it and hammer it unmercifully. But in getting the right piece of iron, I found several that were too brittle. So I threw them in the scrap pile. Those scraps are worth a penny a pound. This carriage spring I'm going to use, and it is very valuable. He paused, and the listener nodded. The blacksmith continued. God saves us for something more than a good time. That's the way I see it. We have a good time, all right. For God's smile means heaven. But he wants us for service. Just as I wanted this piece of iron for the carriage. And he has to put us in the tempering of Christ by testing us with trial. Ever since I understood this, 
I've been saying to him, test me in any way you choose, Lord. Only don't throw me in the scrap pile. Let's take a moment and pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the privilege of being able to come and hear the word of God. As we look around at our troubled world, there are so many places that are in such dire need, not only of the gospel, but for Christians to be encouraged, for there is, again, much persecution in our world towards Christians. I pray now that as we look at your word, you bless us and help us to understand what it is you want us to know this morning. And we thank you now in your most precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Our text this morning will be from the book of James. It will be from chapter 1, starting in verse 2. It's going to happen. Have faith. (laughs) Aha, here we go. Consider it all joy, brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. May the Lord bless the reading of his scripture this morning. As a young Christian, when I came across these verses, I don't know about you, but I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. But I was very young in the Lord. It was kind of a jolt to me. It kind of took me back. When you encounter various trials to rejoice, really? In difficult times, I should be joyful? Well, I was stunned. Because you know our flesh, well, it's just not normal, is it? Our flesh isn't about to rejoice when things don't go our way. It just isn't in our DNA. But praise be to God for the Holy Spirit when we get saved. But as I sat there, again, as a very young Christian, I pondered and thought about everything so far the Lord had taught me. But even more than that, how he rescued himself, how he rescued me from myself and redeemed me and paid the price with his life for my freedom that was so undeserving. There's no way I deserved anything God had given me. Then things started, as I understand his love and how much he cares for me, I started to understand that I may not understand it, but I just have to trust him for it. That happens to us a lot when we're new Christians, but we should never lose that principle. 
But know this, when we experience trials and troubles in our life, Jesus Christ has to be the primary solution for those. Period. In James chapter 1, starting in verse 5, it says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But, if, but he must ask in faith, without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the, sea, the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. In this church, we are so blessed with leadership and folks that care so much about us and offer us comfort. They offer us counsel and direction. And that's so needed when we go through difficult times. It's hard. It really is. A quote. God doesn't take away trials or carry us over them, but he strengthens us through them. Amen? Thank God we also have a Bible. Oh, what a dear friend this is. And that should be our companion every single day of our life. And for those times when maybe we have to rush out of the house, thank God the Lord allowed men to become smart and invent things that help out. In places where you might not be able to go with the Bible, you can go with the Bible. Amen? Something to think about. But the Bible is, is so inspiring. It's so comforting. And it's so full of promises. What we read this morning is a big promise. It really is. And it's to our benefit. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amen. Amen? He really is. And I love this by David in Psalm 119, verse 92. If your law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. Praise be to God, we also have the Holy Spirit, don't we? My, my, my. How we tussle. How we struggle. How we fight. And praise be to God, if we're enjoying our Christian walk, the Holy Spirit wins most of the time. 1 Corinthians, verse 3, chapter 3, forgive me, verse 16 don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple 
And God, God's Spirit dwells in your midst. That should encourage us to remember and realize there's nowhere we go, there's nothing we do, there's nothing we experience without Him. He is always there, as they say, 24-7. Never are we alone. So don't let the devil come in and tell you otherwise. Because if you want to listen, he's willing to tell you those things. And they're all lies. God will never forsake us. God will never leave us alone. God will help us. But we have to walk with him. We have to listen to him. We have to obey him. A quote which we've heard, I've even shared it more than once. Pain is inevitable. Misery is optional. It's so true. I get a lot of my inspiration lately, and that's one of the reasons I carry this pin about a gentleman, and many of you know, named Arlie, who's a gentleman that's worked at Costco for 20 years. He's had MS for 20 years. And as if that weren't tough enough, he contracted bone cancer a couple of years ago. So his time that's left is limited. And he used to be a cashier there. He was very popular. His lines were always longer than any other line at Costco, and there's plenty of lines. Because he was so happy and he was so positive to people and he treated him very genuinely. Eventually, he was no longer on the, the cashier's line, and they moved him into checking receipts or greeting people. Nowadays, that's all he can do. His, his hands now are terribly distorted. He walks and drags his left foot, but you'd never know it to see him. You'd never know it to talk to him. And one of Arlie's big heroes, and every time he sees him, he just lets out a big yell, how are you, pastor? So if anybody doesn't know that he's a pastor, they do now. And he adores Adel, and they have many good conversations. But to see that, all of a sudden, all my ailments so pale in comparison. and to know that soon he'll be with his Lord in glory. Another quote, out of difficulties grow miracles. They really do. Besides the Bible, besides the Holy Spirit, we have prayer, don't we? And we have the saints with us, don't we? You ever notice how sometimes you'll come into a meeting and you'll be dragging? And you almost maybe at home thought, oh, God, maybe I'll just pack it in. But you pull up the bootstrap, so to speak, and you get here. Don't you always feel better by the time you leave? That's God's plan. It really is. That's why we have Bible studies in this church. 
That's why we have prayer meetings in this church, because there's power there. There really is. And to the unsaved, they may think, boy, that's a lot of meetings. That's a lot of time to go to church. What's wrong with Sundays only? And what's wrong with just one general meeting? Why do, oof, they're crazy. Why do they want to do that? Because they don't know. They haven't discovered yet how much Jesus Christ loves them, wants to, as they did me, rescue ourselves from hell, but not just hell, but from ourselves, and bless us with a life that can never be paralleled in anything else. Another quote. This is a good one for Christians. There's a great value in having times throughout each day when we turn off distractions, distractions of the mind and heart, and focus on the Lord. Just take a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a lot. We have another wonderful thing in this church that is such a blessing to us and is so encouraging to us and so uplifting to us. It really does empower us. And that's the gift of song. And we have been blessed to have, over the years, some very talented people with singing and with instruments. And we had kind of a little setback when we moved from the other place to here, and we were so confident we'd be able to take all our musical uh, equipment and just set it right up again. And lo and behold, everything that we had over there was analog, and everything now was digital. So it was a very, very big price tag that we paid to make the conversion. I mean, it was huge. But not one of us hesitated to approve it, whatever it took, because we're blessed so much by it. And that blesses us. And when you come here, and when you don't feel good, or you're struggling, or something is just haunting you, it also, it also helps us. It also encourages us. It is just a real blessing. One of the songs I like, um, especially when we're in this condition, and by the way, that song was such a blessing this morning. Choir members, most of you were changing and coming out, but it really was. That's, that proves the point I'm making this morning. If you came this morning, times are tough, times have, you have struggles, you have ailments, whatever it is, that's medicine. Amen? The song I'm talking about is God Will Take Care of You. I love this song. It's an old timer. Be not dismayed, whate'er betide. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every day, all the way. He will take care of you. God will take care of you.
In conclusion, and for me over the years of reading these promises we read this morning, considered all joy, brethren, has been so affirmed in my life and in my walk that it's one of my favorite promises in the Bible. I hope this morning that it's helped each and every one of you. I hope it's been an encouragement. And remember, don't go through these things alone. That's a devil's plan. It's never God's plan. We've We've detailed many things that help us in our trials and tribulations. And again, remember, don't get into a dialogue with the devil. He'll pull you down deeper. But God will encourage you. He will uplift you. He will comfort you always. With eyes closed and heads bowed, before I pray, I just want to read you some of another song. And it's a song by our brother Andre Crouch, who's now enjoying Jesus face to face. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had many questions for tomorrow. There have been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. I've been to lots of places. I have seen lots of faces. There's been times I felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours, Jesus lets me know that I was his own. I thank God for the mountains, and I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this time. I pray it was a blessing to each and every one to encourage them, to help them, and know how much you love them. I pray also if there's anyone here this morning that doesn't yet know you, whether it's by their own foolish resistance or just didn't realize how much you love them, how much you want to give them, how much you want to bless them, I pray this day they would come to discover you, for you are the most wonderful thing there is. In Jesus' name, amen.